0: The purpose of this show is to create a space for men and women to come together to process and discuss culture and the worlds we live in through the lens of Christianity, using literature, expert input, laughter, and love to deepen our relationships and understanding of God, ourselves, and others. So come on and let's illuminate the way with your host, Janaya Taylor. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Illuminating the Way with your host, your girl, Janiyah Taylor. Of course, y'all know we're in our season three bag, but if you missed last week, you might have missed our first Double Whammy episode where we talked all about the intersection of where joy and peace collide. But this week, we're diving a little deeper into this thing called Peace. Specifically, the peace that passes all understanding. This kind of peace is, well, just like joy. The world didn't give it and it certainly can't take it away. But also this kind of peace, just like joy, can only be found in Jesus. John 16 and 33 says, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world." And because Jesus has already overcame the world, we can overcome it and possess the peace that passes all understanding as long as we're in Christ. Because the peace of Christ rests on the idea that we are in him. So let's get into the conversation and illuminate the way. All right. So in the majority of scriptures for peace, like If you have the kind of Bible um, where you can just like look up keywords and it will give you a bunch of scriptures for that, my NLT Bible um, is that way. Or if you just simply go to Google and research scriptures for peace, it'll pop up a whole plethora of them. Um, But in the majority of the scriptures for peace that I found, um, they require like for us to do something. Like, it's not just the Lord gives us this peace that passes all understanding, um, but it requires something from us to experience this peace that passes all understanding. So let's go ahead and get into a few of them. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which pa- which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now, first things first, right off the bat, like it's definitely asking you to like do some. Meaning the and the sum is don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So, a lot of times we have the but in everything by prayer and stuff. You know what? We might not always have that. So like, let me backtrack. Hold on. <laughs> this says, do not be anxious about anything. So first off, some of us might already be caught up right there. Just just right there. Because we be anxious about everything. Okay. That was something I really, really, really had to work on. And still in some areas and situations in my life, still am working on. Um, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So, what are you doing? Like, if there is a problem going on and it's really causing you, like, throwing your peace, causing you to be, um, you know, just disgruntled out of peace, not, um, resting in the Lord the way that He calls us to, the way that He wants us to rest in Him, um, are we praying about these things? Are we um, going to God with thanksgiving in our hearts and letting our requests be made known unto God? Something that as I was reading the scripture, of the Lord like pinged in my head. Like a lot of times if the scripture really read um, how some of us be when we go to God in prayer and supplication, it would be like, do not be anxious for about anything but in prayer and supplication with fear, let your request be made known unto God. Now, obviously, no, the scripture doesn't say that, but a lot of times, instead of with thanksgiving, thanking God for, Lord, I already know you have made this situation exactly what it needs to be. You've worked this out for my good. I don't have anything to worry about. So I'm giving this over to you. Instead of like being those vibes, a lot of times we're like, Lord, if you just do this for me, or, you know, a lot of fear in our hearts, because that's what anxiousness causes and worry causes fear. Um, which is by the way, not of God, the Lord has not given us the spirit of fear, period. Okay. Um, so think about the way in which you are approaching God with these things, with your worries, with your anxieties, with your anxiousness, you know. First off, you shouldn't be anxious, but if you are, that like that is a normal human thing. And sometimes we'll experience that, but something to remember is that God is our provider. Anything that we need, he will supply, quite literally, Um And when we do go to him in prayer and in supplication, it should be with thanksgiving, already declaring the works of the Lord, not being like, you know, God, if you do this and if you do and if you, if what girl, if what man, you got to declare that thing, you know, like it's not no if, it's God, I believe you for working this out. I, you know, thank you for working this out, Lord. I am coming to you in prayer because of this, this, and this, but I thank you for working this out for my good, period. The scripture goes on to say, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So when we go to God in the correct way, <laughs> you know, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, um and we let our requests be made known unto God um the peace of God will come upon us right, and surpass all understanding, all human knowledge, the things that you should be freaking out about you calm as that as calm as can be, and everyone's like girl, man like what is wrong with you, dude? like why are you not literally losing your mind right now? um why because The peace of God is will literally guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The key is in Christ Jesus. We got to be in Christ Jesus. Okay. So the peace that passes or surpasses all understanding literally comes by being in Christ Jesus, but also deciding that I'm not going to be anxious, making a choice. Everything in this life, y'all, is a choice, okay? If we choose to be anxious, and child, that's what we're going to be. Like, that's just the real of it. But if we're choosing to be like, you know what, Lord? This is a situation that is beyond my control anyway. And while I want to be anxious, I want to freak out, I want to lose my mind, I realize that you are the God of everything. You control all things. You... Do all things, there's nothing that you cannot do, and with that, I'm giving this to you. I am bringing everything to you with prayer or, yeah, in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving in my heart, knowing that you're working all things out for my very good. Period. And then I'm gonna just let the peace of God come upon me (laughs) in Christ Jesus, and that's it. Um, so. Just think about that. How are you responding in those moments that want to steal your peace, in those moments that are like, dang, can I have some peace or am I ever going to experience this peace or am I just going to be anxious? The question is, how are you responding? How? What is your game plan when something comes to steal your peace or to throw you off and cause some anxiousness in your heart and your mind? Um, Are you going to God in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving? Are you going to God in prayer and supplication with fear and a bunch of ifs on like you don't know who God is? Like you don't know that he has come through you, so come through for you. There we go. So many times, so many times before. If you could literally just sit back and think right now, let's just take a moment. And I want you to think about the times where you thought, man, like, I'm freaking out. Like, what is going on? I don't know how this, I don't know how I'm going to pay this. I don't know how this is going to happen. I, You know, whatever it might've been. And the Lord came through for you. Take a moment. No, for real. Take a moment. Exactly. So, because all of us can recall a moment where the Lord has brought peace in our hearts, in our minds about a situation that threatened that, let's get it together. Let's go before the Lord prayer and prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, knowing that he supplies all of our needs. He's working all things together for our good and let the peace of God rest on you. Let it surpass all understandings. Let it guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. The next scripture is Isaiah 26 and 3. And that says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Now, I really, really love this scripture because it really drives home the force or not the force (laughs) The point of everything being a choice. I think that even for me, I used to think like, dang God, like you just be making all the decisions for me. But really, um, it's just you choosing to follow God, right? And sometimes the things that God is like, "Now don't do that. Now you need to do this and you definitely need to apologize. You just might not like those things. You know what I'm saying? But it is good for you, period. He's a good father. And that's just that on that. Um, But it really drives home the point that peace is something that you have to decide, you have to choose. Yeah, you have to choose that. Um, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. What's your mind stayed on? Is it the promise or not the promise? Well, yeah, it could be the promise, right? Because some of us are a little anxious about the promise that the Lord has made to us. Um because it it's not really looking like what he said it was gonna look like, um, and we could be a little anxious about that um but also, it could be just problems that you have going on in your life. You could be so focused on that, you can't even see that God is making sure you still have all your bills paid, making sure that you know your family is taken care of you're in good health with all the things going on in the world that you know, your support system is strong, that you always have gas in your car, you know, whatever it is. What is your mind stayed on? Is it stayed on the promise that has yet to come to pass? Is it stayed on the problems that are going on in your life and you're like, what the heck is going on? Or is it? Is your mind stayed on the promise giver, the one who promised you those things? Or is it? Is it stayed on the one that can fix the problem with, you know, a snap of a finger, a drop of a pen. Um, Where is your mind? The reason why this is so important just to ask yourself is because it's really asking, who do you trust? Who do you trust? Do you trust God or do you trust yourself to figure these things out? Because worrying about it, asking yourself all these questions, ruminating over it, And just like running it through your mind over and over and over again. Um, So much so it almost stresses you out. Do you trust you or do you trust God? Because worry is saying, I trust me to figure this thing out. And I guess I need to worry about this because I have to figure this out. But that's not true. We have God. And if we keep our minds stayed on him. If we keep our minds stayed on the promise giver, right? On the problem solver. Yeah, there are some problems that we could solve, but ultimately it's God who gives us the strength, who gives the strategy, right? To even make it through these problems that we solve. Or just for real for real, it be God. Right? There are some situations that we have been in that we're like, "Oh man, this like has worked out 10 times better." Than what it would have worked out had it been me calling the shots or doing the things, you know? So, who is your mind state on? What is your mind state on? I'm hoping it's the promise giver, the problem solver, and not the promise or the problems. Okay, and I hear what you're saying, but like, be for real. So most times we hear something that may resonate with us, but we're still unsure what practical steps to take to put it into action. And that's what this segment is for. So let's be for real. So if you're wondering, how can I be in him to experience this kind of peace? The short and simple answer is to accept Christ as your personal savior. And once you do that, you're pretty much in that thing. But not, let me, let me be for real. <laughs> Not pretty much in that thing. It's definitely going to take some work from you. And if you're already in Christ, you might be wondering, why haven't I been experiencing this peace? This peace that the Lord literally says is promised to me. And to be honest, I had the same question. But what the Lord showed me is that peace requires you to kill the flesh. And oftentimes we reject that to get the last word. Make a point, show them who's boss or, you know, whatever else we might be feeling in that moment. And let me not say we, because let me just talk about me. The Lord showed me in a lot of situations where he was trying to give me peace that I rejected it because of I, you know, wanting the last word, thinking that I could fight my own battles instead of letting him. Or like I said, proving a point, or just straight up ignoring his promptings and whispers of don't do that, don't go there, don't say that. And now, because I'm trying to lean into being in Christ and accepting his peace, I realize like with most things, it's a choice. God wants us to have nothing but good things. And those things come with first and foremost, choosing Christ to be the to be your Lord and Savior, and also accepting that he wants good for you, that he has good for you, and choosing to accept all of the good, which, don't get me wrong, can be hard, because sometimes it's like, you know that picture with the little girl who's holding her most favorite teddy bear, and Jesus is like stooped down, like, saying, give that to me. And she's holding on to it, not knowing that Jesus has something way better for her that's behind his back when she chooses to let go of the old bear and accept the one that he has right behind his back. So when we choose to let go of our old lives and become new creatures in Christ, we let go of our need to be right, get the last laugh or word, the need to tell them how we really feel. And once we're able to let go of that and really take on what it means to be a follower of Christ, then God can give unto us something greater, the big teddy bear, a.k.a. peace. When I started to practice this, I noticed a change in me. I had more confidence in God being my protector and my defender because vengeance is in fact the Lord's. And overall, just in who God is, because out of nowhere, in times where I would have argued, I shut my mouth, not because I didn't have something to say, but because the Holy Spirit had literally taken over and revival peace had begun in my heart and continues to happen in my heart. My repenting for rejecting his peace because Revival cannot happen without repentance, but also it can't happen without us putting forth some type of effort. So, of course, in my repenting for rejecting his peace and for taking on, you know, just my own thoughts and beliefs about a situation um, and for letting my thoughts and beliefs impact the level of peace I was able to experience— along with my efforts of actually listening to God and practicing peace. He was able to meet those efforts and that repentance with his supernatural power that stirred up revival. And I'm praying that as you begin to repent for rejecting Christ's peace and practice peace, the supernatural power of God will collide with your efforts and stir up revival peace in your own life. Now, let me tell you something. There is a certain kind of peace that comes when your faith, hope, and trust are in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is something so sweet about the peace that He gives when the enemy is trying to wreak havoc in your life. It produces a laugh, a ha ha ha, a joy that. You probably won't be able to explain when things are all out of whack and all out of sorts. People would probably think you should be falling apart. The Lord will sustain you, give you peace, and help you to, to make it through that season of uncertainty and chaos. And I pray that you not only accept Jesus into your heart, but that you accept his peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Revival Peace. Be sure to be on the lookout for the next one because we'll have a very special guest joining in with us. But until then, this is your host, your girl, Jania Taylor, signing off.